This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, dial pound 3636. We're joined yet again by our friend and former Premier and Finance Minister in Ontario, Ernie Eves. Ernie, how are you? I'm great. How are you, John? Likewise, fine. Thanks. John Turley-Ewart with us, risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets. John, how are you doing? Very good. Thank you. And Dan Moulton, Senior Consultant in Crestview Strategies Toronto Office and a Liberal Strategist. How's Dan? I'm doing great, John. How about you? Likewise, everybody's good. Well, I've got to ask, as our first order of business, it's inevitable. The Don Cherry thing has uh, blown up since we last spoke, and so I'll give you another pass at this one. And I guess I'm asking, uh, you know, if Don Cherry, after 40 years, was at the very Mm -hmm. least maybe... Uh, owed the opportunity to explain himself. Now, he dug his heels in and said he wouldn't apologize, but an explanation. Uh, Why are you laughing at that? I think he was given that opportunity. It's very clear from the comments that came out of Sportsnet on uh, on Monday. When or uh, Was it Monday or Tuesday he was fired? It was uh, Tuesday. Monday. Was it Monday? Oh, it was yeah. Monday. Uh, so, sorry, the uh, the comments that came from Sportsnet made very clear he was given an opportunity to have apologized. He was given an opportunity to have said something. And he chose not to. Well, all right. They wanted to. Uh, the apology. Well, is there? That's why. Are, I we, are we splitting hairs? I mean, an apology uh, versus an explanation. I mean, maybe an apology <laughs> is not on brand, but an explanation or something in hindsight. You know, uh, let it fester for a few days, and then when cooler heads prevail. I mean, how do you see it, John? Uh, a public relations disaster for Rogers. That's how I see it. Uh, and and you know, it was. Shocking listening to that, uh, Don Cherry, when he said, spoke those words, because it, it hit my ears and I thought, wow, that, 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 that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't sound right. And, and frankly, uh, he gets paid uh, as a professional broadcaster to articulate clearly what he means. And, uh, you know, to come back afterwards and, and, and say, that's not what I meant, uh, and then not explain clearly what he meant uh, the whole thing seemed to me like just a ramble, uh, confused, uh, you know, fellow. And I feel bad for him because he has done great things uh, for this country. Uh, he, my understanding is, uh, on a personal level, great, wonderful man. Uh, but he's just coming off now as very confused, not sure of what he said, what he meant. And it's really hard to make sense of the whole thing now. So why do you say it's a public relations disaster Be- for Rogers? Because Rogers didn't manage this at all. And what I mean by that uh, well, is... Well, could they have saved him from himself? Exactly. I think they could have. I think there there could have been, you know, a better understanding of, of who this this character is and how he responds to things. Uh, I think putting Ron McLean out there uh, and having him make his apology uh, in, in a way that I think Don Cherry was surprised by it. Well, he was uh, hurt by it, he said. Indeed. And so, like, all of that could have been managed in a better way. And the whole thing, I think, just blew up on them. And now you've, you know, turned this this thing into kind of a national controversy, uh, and you know, pitting, you know, one person against another, and it's all over Twitter. And And the worst part of this is it distracted from Remembrance Day. Like, all people were talking about was Don Cherry on Remembrance Day when we should have been thinking about the soldiers. Well, he lamented that fact as well, but uh, still we have it all here on this Wednesday, you know, several days removed. Just got noticed that uh, the petition, uh, change.org, that wants to have Don Cherry reinstated, that's a long shot, I feel, but it's close to 200,000 have signed up now, 197 and change. So, Ernie, was it mismanagement on the part of Rogers? Could they have handled it in a different way? I mean, that's not to exculpate Don Cherry, but by way of an explanation, could he have put it into a different context? Could he have saved himself in any way, shape, or form? Well, I th- I would agree with John. I think that uh, Rogers kind of dropped the ball on this. They they mismanaged it. 
Um, you can't justify the particular remark he made about you people come here, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's acceptable, and he would probably even acknowledge that now in hindsight. I'm not defending that particular phrase, but Don Cherry has done an awful lot for all kinds of people in this country, veterans, police officers, all kinds of charities, Rose's Place, his late wife's place. I was there at the opening of that. I know him quite well. He's actually a fairly introverted, nice guy, and he's done a lot of things for a lot of people. It's unfortunate that this is how it all comes to an end. Now, he claims that, so I heard on the Fox interview, that he wanted to come on this Saturday and explain himself, perhaps offer an apology, I don't know. But he said that, Ro that uh, sorry, that Sportsnet, Rogers, was going to tell him exactly what he had to say. And he basically was going to become a puppet or a parrot. And if you know anything about Don Cherry, you know that that doesn't fit his mold and he's not going to do that. So that's his decision. That's, that's his choice. But I do think they could have handled it a lot better. And I quite agree that, you know, unfortunately it took away from what the whole day was all about. The whole day is all about respecting veterans and remembering those who have served and continue to serve in our armed forces and protect us every day. And unfortunately, I think even he would say, or he would say probably more, more so than anybody, that that was the very unfortunate consequence of this. Thing. John, you alluded to something where you said, you know, now it's all this with the Twitterverse and everything else. It's blown into something bigger right. uh, than Don Cherry. In some ways, uh, it's a snapshot of maybe polarized positions in this country. Oh, absolutely. And, and so it's it's what it's stoked is, you know, those folks who see racism everywhere. And this is one indication that, you know, the old boys in hockey, uh, it, you know, is an example of that kind of white privilege. Uh, that's the kind of terms that you see being used. And, uh, you know, Don Cherry got caught out on that. Then you have other folks who, you know, uh, you know, Look at Mr. Cherry as uh, obviously uh, a great example of a Canadian who's done wonderful things, that there's not a racist bone in his body, which I believe Hazel McCallion had mentioned today. And and you get into this, this pitch battle, which, you know, again, uh, really doesn't help us... Um, you know, deal with issues of racism. And and frankly, I think if, if Rogers had been thoughtful about it, they could have brought uh, Mr. Cherry back and maybe not scripted everything, but had him, you know, use this as a moment where he he talked about that mistake and talked about racism. And, it's, and, and if he hasn't got a racist bone in his body, I would imagine he'd be, you know, quite willing to talk about how racism is a real problem we have to address. But instead of that, you have one, you know, you have people denying it, that he's a racist, others saying he is, and there's no progress in the conversation. Well, and so this is where we find ourselves. So uh, at some point, uh, you know, and I'll bring this up too, because I see, you know, Dan, you're a liberal strategist. Invariably, it gets added to the conversation that Justin Trudeau got a pass in a blackface, and Don Cherry's not on this. And uh, to many minds, that was a far more egregious uh, indication of some kind of thinly veiled racism or bigotry. I think the difference between politics and private enterprises on, on display here in some ways as well, right? I mean, it became uh, too much of a risk for Rogers, clearly, and, and, and their, their, their companies at Sportsnet uh, to continue to put this guy on the air when he was such a liability to them uh, to go out there on Saturday night and cause the kind of uproar he has that's really hurting their brands uh, and, and adding a toxic element to the conversation. I think tying this up in, you know, cancel culture and, you know, all that stuff, this would have happened 10 years ago. This would have happened 20 years ago. 
you go on TV with a platform like he has and you say a racist thing like he said, let's be clear, it was a racist thing that he said, you get fired for it. There are consequences for a comment like that and he's seeing them. Well, all right. Except uh, that yeah. I would agree with a lot of that. Uh, Don Cherry is not a racist, at least the Don Cherry I've known for many decades now. I don't believe that Justin Trudeau is a racist either, but they both uttered, look, did racist things. I would agree with John to the point that, you know, so let me get this straight. It's all right for the prime minister of our country to do it, but it's not all right for a hockey commentator to do it. Who's more important to the country? A hockey commentator who's only on once a week between periods for, for a few minutes or the prime minister of our country. So if anybody should be turfed because of this, if that's the standard you want to put, the prime minister should have been long gone long time ago. Well, the prime minister didn't walk out on Saturday night and do something like Don Cherry did. Let's be clear here. The prime minister did something decades ago that he apologized for. Several times. You can't remember how many times he did it. Sir, he did it when sir, he was a teacher. But he, but he recognized <laughs> that it was racist. This guy, uh, Don Cherry, that is, went out on Saturday, didn't recognize it was racist, and said in this day... This day and age, this year, a blatantly racist thing about new Canadians. You get punished for that, and he was fired for a reason. So, you know, what, one thing I would come back and say about uh, Mr. Trudeau's re-election is that, you know, he, he wasn't put into the prism of, of, of you, you know, the cancel culture. I would say that most, uh, you know, most Canadians uh, look at the mistakes that people make and judge people on their character. That's not how Don uh, Cherry was judged here. Uh, you know, you have a, a, a business franchise that's concerned about its revenues, concerned about its image, concerned about its market. And in the context of Trudeau, I would say people uh, looked at him, ordinary people, ordinary people who make mistakes in their lives, do stupid things sometimes, looked at him as doing stupid things, and were willing to forgive him. I would agree with that. That's not the case, though, in, in the context of Don Cherry, because you have a business running a business looking to make money and expand its markets. And uh, this, uh, you know, willingness to forgive, I would call it common sense, uh, doesn't sometimes play into the equation. Well, that's what I call corporate calculus. They understand they've got a brand to protect. And uh, when he's mm -hmm. transgressed to a point where you've got sponsors, you know, baying for blood and so on and so forth, uh, mm -hmm. it was untenable. He's expendable. I yeah. understand that. Everybody kind of gets that. Uh, and what I guess we're saying by implication that uh, with Justin Trudeau, there was an election. So you're saying that this was sort of a, a national plebiscite on whether or not blackface was considered a national plebiscite for which he received 33% support. So that oh, means 67% didn't support him. Isn't that correct? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, that's a fine point. You punctuate. Oh, oh, nearly Mr. 60% in the province of Ontario, nearly 60% in the province well, of Quebec. Well, th he got 33. Don't. You know, I love the lefties who want to say, oh, like, like Hillary <laughs> Clinton, like Don Cherry, isn't that Hillary Clinton, who wants to say, but I really won the election because I won the popular vote. Well, Mr. Trudeau, you did. You say you really won the election, but you lost the popular vote. You're less popular than that terrible person, Andrew Scheer. So you can't have it both ways. Is the popular vote important or not? The popular you vote got is not important. 33% voted for you or your party. 67% voted against you. When I went to school, that was twice as much don't agree with you as do agree with if you, you. If you want to so be clear, if you took 33% of the shareholders of Rogers and let them make the decisions, ignoring the wishes of 67%, how does that work at a shareholders meeting? I've never seen a shareholders meeting where 33% controls what 67% wants to do. Well, let's be clear. Have you the been to Bombardier shareholder matter. meetings? <laughs> <laughs> but let's Not unless they have Ernie, a weighted ballot. The popular vote doesn't matter. I, 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 like, like, you want to be clear about it? The popular vote doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't. And 
sure, the conservatives may have got 90% of the vote in Alberta, but they didn't come even close to beating the liberals in popular vote anywhere else in the country. And see, that's a political strategist talking. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, the we veil want to... comes off. With our panel, Ernie Eves, John Turley, Ewart, Dan Moulton, and The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to The John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.